The You Can't Make This Up podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So after this episode and some big laughs, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is the You Can't Make This Up podcast. 15 minutes where you can dive into the unforgettable, hilarious stories that are the essence of educators' lives in schools. On the last episode, you heard this. feel the back side of my pants slowly unraveling until it's like I'm wearing two separate pant legs. <laughs> the stories shared on this podcast are all true, but any names have been changed. I'm Dr. Matthew X. Joseph. Are you ready to hear another unbelievable story where you'll likely be laughing or shaking your head or saying, you can't make this up? I am ready. So let's do it. Okay. And so every student from each group, they sent one person up and they had a fly swap. One minute later, boom, it starts up again with... And then two, he's just been all over my lanyard. He's, he's been touching me. Oh, oh no. And the shot goes. He starts going off the rails. On this episode of the You Can't Make This Up podcast, we welcome in Jillian Du Bois, second grade educator, author of the amazing book, Lived Seashells, and one of the members of the amazing group at Codebreaker. Jillian. I hope you're ready, because here we go. Well, welcome back. I am so excited to have a fellow elementary educator with me today. I was a third and fifth grade teacher before I entered into the realm of school and district leadership. And it's always exciting to talk to our my elementary colleagues because we have funny stories, share some things, and it is great. And today it's even more of a pleasure to meet this person for the first time, um, not live, but over Zoom. We, we now consider that meeting. And she has a new book out called Live Seashells. And But my favorite part when I was reading her Twitter bio, it said that you are a listener and a dreamer. And that's just fabulous. And I'm sure your second graders love you. So I want to welcome in Jillian to the podcast today. So welcome all the way from Florida. Thank you. Wow, what an honor. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. So you were saying you were a second grade teacher for how long? I am. So I've been in education for 20 years and I taught third and fourth grade for most of those years, but I've been teaching second grade for the past five years, which has been my absolute favorite, favorite age. They are just young enough to like be independent, but 
are no old enough to be independent, but young enough to like still get like the funny jokes and they <laughs> laugh at everything and they think everything is fun and they get so excited when you pump something up, they are pumped up. So yeah, absolutely. And I was a third grade teacher for most of my elementary career and I, I felt the same way. It was like just at that, just at that time. So that, that's, that's awesome for sure. And it's an exciting time for you. You have a new book out. You share with the listeners a little bit of, of your book and how that came about. I do. So I wrote, um, a, it's called a children's picture book, I guess, called Live Seashells. Um, but typically, you know, I think picture books just scan so many ages. I would say it goes from anywhere from age five to 105. So the message is kind of simple. It's a girl, young girl who loves to go to the seashore, much like mm-hmm. I do myself, and collects things from the seashore that are broken and not perfect. So she makes a, she has special compassion for those things that um, aren't usually, people don't usually pick up and accept and they're unique and different. And she aspires to help them feel like they're loved and just kind of, um, you know, a little social emotional lesson in there um, for kids and for adults as well. So that is fabulous. So for everyone that is listening, I'm gonna put all the information for Jillian's work and uh, the link to her book in the show notes. So make sure after you listen to, to check um, that out for sure. And a little birdie told me one of my last conversations, you weren't only the writer of the book. Is that correct? I am the illustrator as well. Yes. That is is super exciting. So make sure to definitely check that out. But I'm going to go back to one of the first things you said that you were in education for about 20 years. Yes. And and in that time, I'm sure you've had some stories that I'm looking forward for you to share today, a story that's going to make our listeners laugh or shake their heads and just say, you can't make this up. And I mean, I think you even have two today. So that's super exciting. I do. I have a couple, you know, um, kids are kids and I love that they really have no filters. And that's kind of the neat thing about being a teacher is you can just take all of those things that you hear and you see, and you just tuck them away in the back of your mind and the back of your heart. And oh my gosh, you can pull them out when you need to pull them out and you have stories for the rest of your life. So, um, (laughs) so so I can't wait to hear some, I know I got two like of my favorite, favorite stories. So one of them was when I was very, a very new teacher, I, um, was teaching, it was third grade and, you know, here in Florida, it does not get very cold very often. Okay. So in the winter, I would say our winter peak hits about end of January, first of February, and it dips way down into the high thirties. Oh boy. I know. So, but the difference between Florida and anywhere else in the United States or anywhere else in the world is that we don't have snow. We don't have ice. Typically we have things that just freeze. Okay. So my kids, um, one day were at school and like most third graders, young kids, they're tired of being inside and it is cold. It is less than 40 degrees outside. And typically when it's under, they say, when it's under 45 degrees, they say, don't take your kids outside to recess. Really. It's just too cold. I'm like, are you kidding? Have you been inside with my kid all day long? And here in Massachusetts, no. they're like, okay, it's above zero. Get out. All right. So I'm like, all right, guys, get your jackets on. Cause we don't even have coats. We got jackets, get your jackets on, put your little gloves on. We're going to go outside and let you run around for 15 minutes. And they're like, yes, you're the best Mrs. Du Bois. Thank you so much. So let them out. They're all out running, screaming, all 22 of them. 
and I, they're just running everywhere. They're not even on the playground. They're just running outside where the soccer field was. So they're running outside. Next thing I know, they're, they look like they're on like a treasure hunt. I can see them kind of from a distance and they're picking things up and like kind of shaking things. Boys are shaking things at girls and girls oh are running away screaming. I'm like, what is going on? So um, anyway, so they're running around for a few minutes. I finally get my whistle and I'm like, well, they're having fun. I'm sure they're done. Blow my whistle. They all come screaming, running back in and they've got stuff, you know, stuck in their pockets. And I'm like, all right. they don't say a word to me. Like, no, no way. They are not ratting anyone no, out there. They don't say a word. So they come up to me <laughs> and we all go inside and sit down and um, they take their jackets off, hang them on there. We don't have coat. We don't have coat rooms. We don't have anything like that. They put their jackets on the back of their chairs, right? right? So put their jackets on the back of their chairs and not another word is said. We go to lunch. Everybody takes their lunch boxes. We go to lunch. I come back into the classroom, eat my lunch, and all of a sudden I see these lizards everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> where are these lizards coming from? And my teacher partner, she's sitting next to me and she's like, She'll, she's like, you've got stuff running around your classroom. And I'm like, I thought it was like roaches. I'm like, what is it? And sure enough, I go and look in my classroom. There are lizards all over my classroom. <laughs> and we're talking about lizards like this. So in Florida, we have these little animals. So about four inches. Yeah. So, but what happens is in the winter, they freeze. They are like little popsicles. Oh, no. So they are like little, um, <laughs> you know, ectotherms. So the kids were picking them up. <laughs> And they're like sticks, right? Picking the lizards up. Frozen lizards. Frozen lizards and running after each other like little popsicles. So chasing the girls and then they stick them in their pockets. So, you know, it's their kind of like their defense mechanism is cold-blooded, you know, right. reptiles. They're just, they're freezing and they're going to thaw out. And, and when they thaw out, they come back to life. <laughs> so they're all frozen in their pockets. And then so when they come I, in, they're running around your classroom. Oh, yeah. And so I spend my lunchtime, you know, gathering lizards. I can't chase them all. There is no <laughs> way. So I just go get my kids. Get my kids, I bring them back. And I'm like, guys, I'm like, can you tell me, like, what you were doing during recess? And they're like, oh, my gosh. Because we were finding these dead lizards all <laughs> over the place. And I'm like, can I tell you? They were not dead. They are very much alive and they were just frozen and you guys brought them back into the classroom and they're running all around our classroom. And the boys were like, yeah. You're right, now the they're girls. psyched. <laughs> we did, so we went back into the classroom and li literally had a lizard roundup for the rest of the afternoon. And we did, we, you know, they're pretty like, they're pretty docile, like they don't like run too fast. So you can kind of catch them by the tail. You don't want to break their tails off because they will break off. <laughs> and they're probably frozen a little and bit. And they were still kind of half out of it. You know, they were coming out of a freezing coma. So <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is awesome. So that was one of my favorite stories. That is so. that is that is and my I, I love it. And in, in the last a few times I've talked to folks, it's been one of the first couple of years. So it's amazing to say we still come back after that and, and continue, <laughs> continue in the field. This is, it is awesome. Uh, that is, that was fabulous. Um, oh my goodness. So I can only imagine what number two is going to be. Ah, oh gosh, number two. And, and you know, what? it's just so fun telling stories because you relive right. all those little moments in your mind. Well, it brings you like, back to that moment when you first see a lizard run around, like, I can't believe yeah. I was in a classroom, all these live lizards that were frozen 10 minutes before. Yeah. 
And the kids thought they were dead. They were just picking up dead lizards. Kids pick up dead That in itself is a whole nother discussion that your class collected dead lizards. But, you know, that's a, a discussion for another time. I know, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So second story um, just happened about a month ago. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So this is a recent, yeah, new and upcoming, just recently published story. So in my classroom, my second graders, we have what's called like a token economy. So if they, you know, they earn, we call them fuzzies. They're like little pom-poms, little craft balls. And they have a little container. They collect them in. And every Friday we have fuzzy trade-in and they can trade them for different things that don't cost any money per se. Um, I don't buy anything, but they can trade in fuzzies for lunch with teacher or sit in a special spot or, you know, extra recess. So the big thing is lunch with teacher. And it's worth 200 fuzzies. Like, that's wow. a lot. That's you know, a, it's, it's you're a pretty lot. important. You're... Well, you know, it's like, I don't want to spend every day eating with kids. <laughs> good, so, point, good point. <laughs> I'm going to like crank up the, you know, <laughs> the value there. So I, I crank it up and I'm like, all right, 200 fuzzies. Like, anybody want that for today? And I had two little boys and they're cute, sweet, just the sweetest little boys. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we want it. We want it. So they want it for the auction for that day. So they got the coupon. They said, can we use it tomorrow? I'm like, Okay, sure. Um, I said, no, wait, tomorrow's Saturday. You can use it on Monday. So on Monday, and it's a big deal. I mean, I set out this picnic tablecloth on, on the floor and we all spread out our lunches and they get an extra piece of candy and we sit and talk and it's just a fun time. It's a good like one one time with kids kind of build into them a little bit and get to know them on a deeper level. So on this one particular day, I had these two boys and the difference between boys and girls lunches is, um, vast. So girls lunches, you sit there and you are talking about what are you going to do this weekend? What color are you painting your toenails? Um, I'm going to go shopping. Do you like to buy shoes? You know, boys, it's like full out WWE, you know, casting (laughs) call on the carpet. Right. So, or wrestling or various um, bodily noises so that they think they're hilarious. (laughs) That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. So anyway, these two boys are pretty, they're pretty tame. So they're sitting there eating their lunch and we're all eating. And this one little boy, I noticed he's got this cool little lunchbox with all these compartments and he's saved his little um, dessert for last. So, and in his little dessert compartment were three maraschino cherries. And I said, Oh buddy, I said, those look really good. I said, do you like to eat maraschino cherries? He goes, yes. He goes, I love them on my ice cream. I put them in my ginger ale. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. I said, so you just eat them by themselves. And he goes, yeah. So we're eating our lunch. He bites into one of the cherries and he's like, oh, oh my gosh, this is so hot. I'm like, oh, buddy, what's the matter? He's like, I, I got to figure out. So he runs into the like little kitchen area that I have. He spits it out into the sink. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, what is wrong? He goes, those were not my good cherries. He goes, those were my mom's cherries. Those are the ones that my dad puts in her drink and I'm like what I'm like go wash your mouth out and just come right back so I'm thinking what in the heck is he talking about right so the curious teacher that I am I don't there's very few I don't back down for very many very few risks oh you gotta see what's going on with that I looked down in there I picked one up and I'm like I'm just gonna bite into it bit into it it was a rum soaked cherry like full-on <laughs> rum soaked cherry i'm like no way and i'm thinking to myself he probably has no idea what this is he comes back in i said well i said i don't think i'd finish the other one you want to just throw it away yeah he let's goes, move on from those goes, yeah he goes 
He goes, I don't know what's wrong with those. He goes, but I know those aren't the right ones. So I, I just, I'm giggling to myself. So I know the mom. So I called her. Oh, she that's was, brave. I love it. I know. I know. We're good. You know, that's why you have relationships with your parents Absolutely. As, as, as teachers. Cause like, I'm just going to call her. She's going to think this is hilarious. So I call her. She goes, she goes, Oh, Mrs. Du Bois. She goes, I'm out of town. She goes, his dad packed his lunch for him today. <laughs> Figures. She goes, and he probably didn't know there are specially marked jars of cherries in our refrigerator. And one is mine that I use for my alcoholic <laughs> drinks. And he probably put them in his lunch. And I'm like, I am, she goes, I am morbidly embarrassed. I'm like, don't be, because now I have a story to share for the rest of my life. Absolutely. Your child brought alcoholic cherries in his lunch and um, shared them with his teacher. So <laughs> did yeah. you have one? That's my next question. So, um, yeah, well, I ate it, you know, and <laughs> Perfect. so yesterday, so get this, so story continues. So yesterday was the last day of school. So I get all these nice little gifts and it was like opening everything. Thank you guys. This is so sweet. And, um, the same little family, right. Oh. Bring me a little, a little gift. And I open up the gift and sure enough, it's a jar of maraschino cherries. Oh, that's awesome. And it says hot. <laughs> that's fabulous. So I'm and looking I, at the jar right now because this is just <laughs> audio. So it's the jar of cherries that says so hot I, on it. Are you going to have up, one right now? I open them up and sure enough, you can smell the rum. And yeah, <laughs> I will eat one right now. Yes. Awesome. Right Live yeah. on air. Yes. Yes. Right here. Cheers. And yeah, whoa, yeah, exactly <laughs> like the one I ate of his lunchbox that day. You are a good sport. So good. And they were so funny. But I just love, you know, that was a funny story, but I love that, that parents can have a, a sense of humor too. And we can all yes, just laugh about it. That, that is, that is <laughs> fabulous. That, <laughs> my, I love it. I might say this every time. So people who've listened consistently, they know I say this each time, but I love that I don't know the stories that are coming and I just get to laugh real time with, with the listeners who, who tune in too, because it's, it's, it's awesome. And, and it's really the heart of, of why I want to do this and connect with so many you know, impactful people that have, like yourself, but also that we're just regular peeps trying to do good for kids. And there's got to be stories that just make us laugh and, and not, and having an opportunity to share is something I wanted to both connect with folks and hear these things real time is just is awesome. So thank you. Thank you for taking your first day off of school to, to share some of these stories for sure. Hey, you're welcome. Lizards and cherries. <laughs> there you go. So, um, I don't want to say if people want to check you out. I'm encouraging you to make sure to check out Jillian's work and books. Where can where can folks find you? Well, I'm on Twitter, Jill Dubois22, and on Instagram, Jillian D, and Facebook, Jillian Dubois, and I also have a um, JillianDubois.com. So nice. And I even know that Liv has a Twitter account. Is that correct? She does. Uh, what's Liv? Liv's Twitter yeah. account? Um, live, L-I-V, with joy. Live with joy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jillian, for, for coming on and sharing your stories and laughing with us today. Thank you. It was tremendous fun. <laughs> awesome. And if anyone that is listening has a story to share that is going to make our listeners laugh or shake their heads like we did today, or just say, you can't make this up, shoot me a text or a DM or an email. Um, love to get you on, love to laugh, love to connect. So I hope everyone has a, a great day. And Jillian, again, congratulations, all the exciting things and enjoy the break. Thank you. You too.
This is the You Can't Make This Up podcast, brought to you by Anchor. Create, distribute, post your podcast 100% free at anchor.fm. Subscribe to this podcast on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating and review and share it with your friends. And remember, you don't have to be an educator to listen. Special thanks to Carl Hooker for his influence in getting me started on this project. Dr. Jeff Pritchett for introducing me to Anchor, and Christine Ravesi Weinstein for writing the intro and outro to this podcast, and each and every guest who has shared a small snippet of their educational journeys with us and made us laugh out loud along the way. I'm Matthew X. Joseph, and this is the You Can't Make This Up Podcast. <laughs>